Hey, 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 one love. Welcome back to another episode of Wonderful Wednesdays. You guys, this is our third week and I have so much to share for our Wailing Wednesdays. Let me go ahead and grab my notebook. I should have did that before. However, um, so I know you know I went to the women's conference this weekend. How blessed was it? Oh my goodness. <clears throat> it was beautiful. I left there feeling completely better. Um, technically, so we, we fasted the week before. So, yeah, so we, we started fasting that Monday. The women's conference was, did I say convention? I meant conference. The conference was Fridays, Saturday, and Sunday. And when I tell you it was a blessing um, to be around so many spirit-filled women who know who they are. You know, these ladies carry themselves with honor, respect, and dignity. And it was just so much love. And the thing that I was dealing with mostly was grief. I really was seeking help, you know, with grief. Um, I've talked about it before, you know, how I have a comprehension of the creator and I know that the spirit doesn't die. So the pain that I was feeling, I couldn't comprehend why it was getting even more intense. And the thing that hurt me the most was the anger and frustration that came along with the pain. One second, Bells is begging to get in here. Come on here now. Okay, watch it, Bells. All right, sorry about that. <laughs> um, so yeah, the pain now for me. Oh, I every time I would cry and get down and and get you know really really sad. It would be accompanied by an intense, like infuriating anger and a frustration. And I was just tired of feeling that. I knew that I would still be sad and that, you know, the 26th of this month will only be the second year. I know that this is like the hardest thing, you know, that I've ever been through. And for me, what makes it the hardest thing is the fact that this is something that I have to live with for the rest of my life. All of the other things at a time where I, you know, it would end and then I would just move on from it. But I feel like I'm always going to be trying to figure out how to live this life and continue on and, you know, be the best that I can be without my mom. That's, that's hard for me. So it would be accompanied by this anger. And I'm like, I just miss being happy. Like I, I miss feeling joy the majority of the day. And so that's why I was really, really seeking help with the grieving process. And I think it's important to really know what you feel and why you feel it. I think it's really, 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 you know, we should have a knowledge of what's going on with us because how can we really get help when we don't know the type of help we need? So with that being said, 
when I tell you I was looking forward to this, I was looking forward to it. I mean, for over, well, I know months now. Um, I was like, uh, and I, I told Arch, I was like, you know, one of the reasons I'm looking forward to crying, one of the reasons I'm looking so forward to the conference is I know that I'll feel better. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> oh, man, man. Uh, ignore that. I was, I was, I was, whoa, boy. So I cannot pinpoint when and where it happened, but at this conference, EWEW, I know that I felt much better. So by the time the second day came, uh, when the pastor was given the word, it was at that moment where I realized that I felt better, but I couldn't pinpoint when or where. I'm like, when did this come about? <laughs> Don't know, but I'm so grateful that it did. So, um, we do know that October 26 would be two years. Please keep me and my family in your prayers. We, uh, we all still suffering in our own little way, but we coming along. Um, W-A-I-L Willing, yeah Excuse me, I'm trying to write Okay, so We got the uh, That's next week Oh my goodness, that's next Thursday The 26th And I'm feeling good Okay, so back to the topic Today's Willing Wednesday My loud outcry in the streets if I could is the importance of self-care mental, physical, emotional spiritual care the reason why that's the main topic today is because a lot of us are hurting and that is a time where we really should be prioritizing our care but instead we have a tendency to put ourselves even farther on the back burner when we need to be up front you know we we really need to be at the top but we will bury ourselves in work or activities or something that involves doing something for someone else and we really need to stop that that's my loud cry. Self-care is important no matter what. But I did find that like when I felt down, it's like I I would not uh, be up to doing those things that make me feel comfortable or doing those things that make me, you know, feel at peace. It's kind of like, oh, well, I might as well go and do this for this person. I might as well go and do that. But there is no, I might as well. And I'm begging And I'm encouraging us ladies to start caring for ourselves. And when you see your sister, your aunt, your mother really overworking themselves, just going and going and going, you might have to stop them and be like, listen, I'm, um, for some women, you may even have to like actually set the, relaxation and process and and progress you may have to go ahead and make arrangements for the children or 
you know, find the person's, figure out what the person's off day is and, you know, have something set up for them where they can relax. And it doesn't have to be all day, but something that will allow them to get that form of rejuvenation. See, the importance of self-care, I believe, is about rejuvenation. Sometimes we feel like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go shopping or I'm going to go out. But if I believe that if it's not something that's going to help you have the energy that you need, then it's really not fulfilling the task of self-care, the duty, I'm sorry, of self-care. So I said all that to say that I really, really, really want us to start doing better. Now, some ladies I've come to find are, you know, they're, they're doing much better. And one step is all it takes, you know, maybe one step this week and maybe, maybe two steps next week or next month. But the pro the, the, the point is, is that you try and that you know that you are important. You deserve to be rejuvenated and no one deserves to have so much on their plate where they can barely cope or function. No one. And I mean, no one. And, you know, I think we often forget that we set the example for our young ladies as well. You know, they watch, they see everything that we do. And when we show them that we are treating ourselves like doormats or allowing others to run us in the ground and we consistently making sure that we are all we can be for someone else that's what we're teaching our young ladies our little queenettes and we don't want that for them you know we want them to be balanced and to be able to properly care for themselves as well as their families and to make sure that they're eating well and sleeping well and get enough water because they are valuable they are worth it i believe that's the message that we would want to send so that needs to be the actions that we take right ladies right 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 so um we are going to have a study group coming up soon just so you know by way of announcements i actually did my takeaway for the convention it would not upload to the he's my inspiration page but if you have like the page be on the lookout i'm in the process of trying to get it uploaded um to the page my devices are not doing what i want but that's okay because where there's a will there is a way so getting back to self-care I'm going to ask a question that I want you to think about. It's pretty much a rhetorical rhetorical question, but I really think that it would be beneficial for us to start thinking along these lines, right? When we think about women who do not value or prioritize self-care, why do you think that is? What do you think it boiled down to? And I know for each person, it will be something different, but ultimately, what do you believe it boils down to? So, and the reason I ask that is because if we can find the root cause, if we can change that idea, that mindset that causes us to always revert to that, 
if we can fix it, if we can change it, then I believe we would definitely have a better chance of making lasting corrections. But we got to find that root cause. Now, for like I said, I know it's different for everybody. Some people already feel, you know, again, they, they already feel run down or abused or that they aren't valuable or, or worth the effort. It's like, hey, I might as well just just continue to be used by people but you are not invaluable you're you are worthy of your time your pampering you deserve that plus the time and pampering of others but we can't control other people right we cannot dictate how another person should view us but it's very vital and it's very important that we view ourselves in a way that shows that we love ourselves you know in a way that shows that we are valuable and that we deserve to be rejuvenated now i've i often like i say often but i do wonder if that is what it boiled down to like the fact that maybe we don't think we fully deserve to be rejuvenated because even when you think about rejuvenation what exactly is that for you and what exactly is that to you is that something that means a lot is that something that you feel you should have because i believe it's something that is highly important and i also believe that it is one of the main reasons why the Lord orchestrated the Sabbath and he said it's a day to remember and to be kept holy. But what exactly is the Sabbath? It's a day where you will rest. Excuse me. It's a day where you will praise. It's a day where, you know, you would be uplifted and rejuvenated. So if we break down everything, he said no work, like no type of work that it calls you to sweat is what you do. So therefore, this is a day of relaxation. So you prepare for the Sabbath if you're going to do it right. So you'll have your meals prepared. Your housework will already be done. And whatever doesn't get done at that time, then this will be done, you know, once the Sabbath is over. But there is really not supposed to be any major work that's done on that day. And what is that if that's not resting? Then the most, what I find, I think I, I would say, I would say, I would say, all of it's important. But when you praise, when you think about all of the good that the Lord have done in your life, when you think about all of the hurdles that he's brought you from, when you think about once being in a dark place and then being brought out, that's very uplifting. When you realize and when you set on and just ponder and thank God for the fact that he will never leave you. So when you think about all of the ways that he's delivered you and all of the ways that you've seen him make a way, that is uplifting. You feel good, right? That, and like if we continue to, to keep that up, we will at least have one day that we look forward to. I know I do. I know sometimes I would share my Sabbath with, you know, a special occasion or an event for a client or, you know, something like that. But that week that I missed it, 
the week leading into the next Sabbath where I should be able to celebrate it, that turns into a long week. And it's like, oh man, I tend to feel, you know, a bit depleted. I feel drained faster. And, you know, it's not that I can't get through that week, but I found that I really like my weeks directly preceding the Sabbath once I've celebrated it. And it makes a difference. So I believe that that's, God way, that's God's way of letting us know that he wants us <clears throat> to take time. Because he, he don't want us to be just, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, drained and less productive. You know, imagine, oh, good example back in the day when they had horses even your car like this using your, your car today if you don't ever put gas in your car if you don't ever get oil changes and tune-ups if you never check your tires if you never make sure you have fluids then you won't be using your vehicle for too long and before it completely goes out on you it's gonna have a hard time getting you from place to place because if you don't take care of your vehicle, it can't take care of you. Well, our bodies is the same way. It's our vehicles. And we have to take care of these bodies on the outside as well as on the inside. So start drinking more water. Start getting more fruit. Make sure you get some extra rest. And the thing is, you will have to carve out this time. You will have to be the one to do it. No one else can do it for you technically. Now I found that like sometimes I would want to like set my sister down and just make her take certain breaks or but she's a grown woman. No one can do this for you. It has to be something that you prioritize so that you can get the best out of it. Now I said all this to say that at the conference, like when they found out that I am a massage therapist, they were like, oh my gosh, we had a therapist here and you could have did this and you could have did that. And I'm like, I would have loved to. Lord knows I could have used the money, but I wasn't there to make money. I was there for healing. And I desire to be used by God. I want to be used by him. And I believe that my passion and my talent as a massage therapist does just that i believe he worked through me and that's what i pray over every client but i know that i can't give what i don't have i know that i was in a position of need and i wanted my needs met i did not feel bad at all about the fact that i wasn't there to do massages for other people and I told them, Lord willing, next year, which I believe I know by faith, like I know I'm going to be in a better place next year. I'm, I'm claiming that and I know that. And I know that because I feel better now. And it does not mean that I'm never going to see a valley again. It does not mean that I expect to have all peaks. But I do know that my heart has been mended in a way now that it has not experienced in the last almost two years. It doesn't feel like it's constantly bleeding anymore. I feel like it's been stitched up. And eventually it's going to be whole and new and complete. And I'm so grateful that God led me to this conference. And I'm so grateful that he gave me the strength to say no. 
he, he allowed me to know that for me to be a tool properly used by him that I have to be maintained. You know, I, I like the um, example about eating cereal out of a bowl with holes in it or like a cracked bowl. It's not going to work too well. Or the hammer. Imagine using a hammer that is broken. It's not going to be as effective. We can't be tools <laughs> that need repairing and expecting to be in our best con condition to be used by God. And it don't mean that he can't use us because he can use anything. But he did give us power and authority. And I like the parable. There's a there's a parable in the Bible where the landowner left one of his servants in charge of the field. And when he got back, the servant had built a fence around the uh, the, the, the piece of land. And he had planted, um, I don't remember what it was he planted, but pulled out the weeds and it was beautiful. He was maintaining that land that, that the landowner had left for him to watch over. And in the parable, God was saying that that's what we're supposed to do. And actually in the parable, the the uh, landowner was God and the servant left in charge was Jesus. And it's talking about how Jesus maintained us, our, you know, the, the garden. And we are supposed to be examples. So the same way that the that the that Jesus or the servant of the landowner the same way that he saw a need and you know worked to maintain it that's what we're supposed to do because faith without works is dead and we're not supposed to be just sitting around so whatever our task is we're supposed to do it to the best of our abilities we're not supposed to be just oh yep um you know it's not supposed to be let it pretty what's the word what's what's the what's the phrase let the chips fall as they may you know we're supposed to be working on it because we are made in god's image and his likeness we have power and authority given to us by god so we don't have to be just you know just accepting and taking and expecting things to be as they are ultimately when it's beyond our control then yes that's what we're supposed to do we're supposed to trust in the lord and let him work all things out that's beyond our control but the things that he gave us the power and authority to do yeah we're supposed to be doing those things because it because again faith without works is dead and i'm grateful to the lord that i was able to exercise my faith in him because again i wasn't worried about making the most money i wasn't worried about making any money at all which i probably should have been because like i said it's been kind of slow but I know my father. He has never let me down. He has always provided every need I've ever had. And I'm not going to go back to doubting and worrying and stressing. Especially not with a time where I know I need to be held and uplifted and mended. So I'm encouraging you ladies to start prioritizing your self-care. Is nothing wrong with taking that little five, 10 or 15 minutes, whatever your time or schedule or life would allow, you know, whether you're, you can take a few minutes to just, just take care of yourself, ladies. I'm just encouraging you to take care of yourself. 
And I don't think that we hear that enough. That's why this segment was to encourage us to do just that. We have to take better care of ourselves. And I believe that once we take better care of ourselves, we can be better to take care of our families and our friends and everybody else that we so desperately have to care for. That's that's what we do. That's who we are. But why not do it to the best of our abilities once we have more to offer? Because again, y'all, we can't give what we don't have. And I think that's something that we don't really pay attention to, but we should. Okay? So this week, I want you and at wherever possible, whatever possible, anything that you can do to get yourself whether it's a little bit more sleep, a little bit more water, a little bit of time to yourself, or some um, some moments to breathe, whatever it may be. I'm encouraging you. I'm, I'm imploring you. I'm begging you. Please do it. And let one small step become a bigger step over time. But whatever you can squeeze in. It may not be comfortable to say, no, I'm going to put me first. The first couple of times, it may not be comfortable to do that, but you can do it. You deserve it. You are worth it. I'm begging you. Take care of us. Take care of yourself, ladies. And when we see someone, when we see another queen taking care of themselves, let's encourage her to do it. You know, let's be happy and proud of her and let that motivate you and encourage you if you haven't done your self-care just yet. And if you have, let that help you to be motivated and encouraged to look forward to the next time that you pamper yourself or give yourself a break or get, oh, this was a good one from, oh, I had to learn this, grace. That's a part of self-care, giving yourself grace don't beat yourself up like I'm so accustomed to doing. I'm learning better. I will be quick to tell someone, hey, no, no, I got to take care of this for myself. But then I'll be the same one that beats the crap out of myself. And even when it come down to it, like, remember, I, I so I mentioned earlier about the pain and the, the anger that, that come along with the pain. Well, for me, any emotion other than happiness there's an anger that accompanies it and even when i feel down there's not a reason or excuse for me to not feel it so if i'm you know if if i'm having a moment where i'm grieving or i'm really really sad and so i can't fully do whatever it was i feel like i supposed to do whether it's if if i'm crying too much to get to work or if I feel like, you know, I'm, I'm for whatever reason, if I'm not able to complete a task that I believe I'm supposed to complete, then the frustration and the anger come. And it's like, there you go. Either I'm asking myself, what type of mom am I? Or, or what type of, you know, oh, there's always something. There's always something. And my sister and Arch will be like, yeah, well, Arch will be like, there you go, beating yourself up. My sister will be like, you gotta give yourself grace. And, I honestly didn't think I, I needed any of those things, but yes, I do. Because why beat yourself in the ground? 
and then expect to be able to lift yourself up or expect yourself to be able to function after you didn't beat yourself down like it's it's illogical and i'm working on it and any of my other sisters who are working on that y'all we we got this we'll get better just don't give up and make sure that you are focusing you know they don't mean selfish they don't mean that you gotta always put yourself first and that you can't do anything to help or assist anybody else that's not what i'm saying all i'm saying is please make sure that you factor in your self-care because we cannot be effective tools if we're broken down and we can't give what we don't have. And in order to be properly and effectively and and the most possibly way used by God is for us to maintain ourselves. I'm telling you, I, I feel like I can't stress it or say it enough. You got, And it's not just ladies, males too. Males, you don't have to run yourselves in the ground. Self-care is for everybody. I just speak on the ladies because are not here to record with me tonight and I can only speak from what I know. So ladies, we're going to do better, right? Yes, yes, yes. We are going to value ourselves and we're going to know that we are queens, amazing, wonderful beings who are ready to be used by God. Great day, beautiful people.